0: Not just the Mercy Watchers, but everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Richard Ludwig, president at the University of St. Thomas in Houston, Texas. And I'm today in beautiful Napa, California, where I'm attending the Napa Institute's annual conference. And I'm excited today because I get a chance to talk with Tim Glenkowski. He's the executive director for the National Eucharistic Congress that will convene in Indianapolis, Indiana, in July of 2024. Did I get all right, all that it all right? All right, that's perfect. Awesome, yeah. Great yeah. To be with you. So I am so psyched to hear what you have to say about the, the revival of the Eucharist within the American church and especially the Congress in
1: Indianapolis. Sure, so I'm, I'm from Chicago originally and I'm a member of the much maligned millennial generation, right? And so a lot of, you know, those who grew up Catholic in my generation, but you know, there's a lot that are kind of abandoning religion, right, or belief seems untenable or not reasonable. And um, so I think what we're living in is this moment where uh, the church uh, needs to be um, really good at proposing the gospel, right? And Jesus is the answer to every, the question and longing of every human heart. So we live in this missionary moment and the question, you know, for Bishop Cousins and the U.S. Bishops and, right. and myself as I've been brought into this work is sort of like, how do we go on mission as a church? How, how are we going to be healed, formed, converted, unified so that we can be sent out on mission for the light of, life of the world? And so this, yeah, kind of generational moment, this gathering in Indianapolis in 2024, you know, God willing, 80,000, 100,000 people joining in Indianapolis around the source and summit of our faith. Great. We really see it in light of that, that, you know, kind of bigger mission.
0: So I, I love the word that you used— was uh i think proposition proposal right and saint pope john paul ii was very often saying that right i propose you decide Mm. and so this idea of the source and summit of the eucharist i think is a really important one for people to understand so how will the National Eucharistic Congress in Indianapolis bring that to life for people. How will it really light that fire?
1: Yeah, so there's this three year revival, right, uh, where there's a, a diocesan year, um, you know, engaging leaders and, and mobilizing them and helping us have our own personal encounter <laughs> with Jesus in the Eucharist, and then a parish year where we really go to the pews and, and help people to have a renewed and rekindled relationship with Jesus in the Eucharist. Right. And then the third year of the revival is this year of mission. And so the Congress comes right at the beginning of that as sort of like the launching point wow. uh, into mission there, right? And so we know, you know, mission flows from identity, right? Like when I know who I am, I know what I'm supposed to do. And so as a church, we receive our identity from Jesus in the Eucharist, right? We know who we are in light of who he is. Now, wait a minute, just a second,
0: because there's so much made in the in the culture these days about identity. I, I think uh, the church
1: receives her identity ah, from Jesus
0: is, you know, like the Imago Dei, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We know who we're the, we're the bride of Christ, right? And so he says, I, you didn't choose me. I chose you, right? Yes. And so the father sent Jesus, you know, in order, order to bring his world back. And so Jesus sent his church to do the same thing. And so yeah. everything we do, every smell and bell and rosary and statue <laughs> and doctrine, it all, it all is about that mission ultimately and finally.
0: And, and the centrality of all of that really is Jesus' body and blood, right? The Eucharist itself. Yeah. So um, going back to the event in Indianapolis, yeah. right? Tell us what that is going to look and feel like a little bit.
1: We want this to be this revival that's happening in local churches across the country. We want this to be the place where that whole movement is gathered. And there's sort of a visible expression of, of our love and devotion for Jesus, our unity as a church and and kind of what we're made for. And so I'm I'm from Denver, Colorado and Denver in many ways is the the product of a very impactful event. We have a remarkable, lot of gifts in our local church and world youth day in 1993 left a really indelible mark on our local church. And we hope that this is a similar moment for Indianapolis where, uh, People encounter Christ powerfully, and then there's fruit that lasts for for the people who come, for the people who join virtually, and, and for the city even right, of right, Indianapolis. Yeah. So, you know, that that powerful
0: moment, you know, I I, I remember when uh, pundits and others said, Yeah, nobody's gonna show up to Mile High Stadium, yeah, right? Yeah. And 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 Holy Father comes flying in, and he can hear. The plane vibrated from the noise from that stadium. Goosebumps, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. And it's coming full circle because um, the site of the adoration in Indianapolis will be St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church, yeah, Pastor yeah. Rick Nagel, who's fabulous. Shout out to Pastor uh, Father Rick. And um, he was one of those in Mile High Stadium. No kidding. Right, and that was a a moment when his fire was lit and it's still burning bright, I gotta tell you. So, this has the potential to do that for this church in America these days. And I'm just so excited about
1: that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. There's a, you know, uh, the, I keep thinking, you know, as we do this work of of sort of, you know, bringing this event to life, this moment and gathering to life. I, I think about uh, the vocations that will come from this and the the, the people who will meet. Christ there and have their lives changed. Pope Benedict XVI used to say, or he said in Deus Caritas, being Christian is not the result of an ethical choice or a lofty ideal. It's the fruit of an encounter with a person. A relationship. A relationship. Right. And, and the relationships that will be born at this event, like, it's one of those things, yeah the Father Rick Nagels of the world like <laughs> that's the thing that really like convicts me so much about I don't think we even realize what God's about to do um, yeah. for our country, for our church um, in Indianapolis Praise God yeah that's- is there anything else
0: that you want us to know about the Eucharistic Congress or the time leading up to it or maybe that missionary year as we're sent forth from it.
1: Yeah, it's a big thing, right? It's a it's a it's a um life with Christ is a wonderful adventure, John Paul, you know, said, right? Philadelphia, 1976. Uh we had a, a million people at a in, in a Eucharistic Congress there and, and the keynote speakers were uh Mother Teresa. And and Cardinal Carol Wojtyla, right? And so this is a moment again for us as a church. It is a big thing, and it's a it's a it's a wonderful adventure to get to be part of of watching something so amazing come to life. Um, but but we as a church in the United States, we're used to de- doing and daring great things for God. So um, I'm really excited for it. So we need to continue
0: that great tradition of salvation history yeah, where we prayer. step up. Be, yeah. Throw that
1: out there. Amen. If we if we will camera, absolutely can, yeah, do that. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give so, me in prayer.
0: So thanks so much, Tim. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You've done a great job and I'm looking forward to it. So I'll be with you in Indy. Looking forward to it. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for coming. Yeah.
1: Yeah.